0: Judge, Judge is ready. ready.
1: Hey, Melissa, what are you doing?
0: Well, I'm just doing some prep work for today's episode, reading up on all the pertinent information.
1: Oh, yeah? What have you learned so far?
0: Okay, well, apparently Angelina and Brad are on the rocks because their latest adopted child from Mars has developed tentacles. Oh, and Charlie Sheen didn't appear on the 25 Men finale because he was occupying Russia with an army of poodles. Oh, ooh, ooh. and there's footage of Viola Davis' first take of her iconic scene from How to Go Away with Murder in which she takes off too much makeup and reveals she's actually legendary drag performer, RuPaul.
1: Melissa, what does any of that have to do with today's topic?
0: You told me it was called National Enquirer. I'm trying to make sure I'm knowledgeable.
1: It's the Nationals Inquiry. It's oh. a play on words, meaning we'll be discussing the national organizations and tournaments.
0: That makes more sense. Yeah.
1: This week's episode focuses on the NCFL and NSDA national tournaments and categories. We will discuss the categories themselves, how some of the WFCA categories can translate well for nationals, and why preparing for and going to nationals is an important experience. This, this is Forensics, Forensics Faces. Faces. Here we are again, Melissa, back on our regularly scheduled program. Woo, it's Monday! It's Monday. We just finished forensics on Saturday. Yay. In between? All the things. Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) In between was the Oscars. Yes. Which were dull, I hear, but I don't have any real TV, so I did not watch them.
0: I decided very last minute with my roommate, Katie, that we were going to watch it and be very involved about it. So, like, ten minutes before it started, we looked up the nominations for the categories we actually might be interested in and made guesses and placed a bet on it. And she did really well at the beginning. And then I pulled it out in the end and we tied.
1: All right. Oh. Sometimes that's the best way to do something with a roommate, though. Just everybody equal.
0: Yeah, but I really, really wanted her to have to make me dinner. (laughs) That was the bet. But that's okay. What did you do with your Next weekend time. other than forensics?
1: Other than forensics, I had a rehearsal for a cabaret I'm doing on Wednesday. Um, I recorded my other podcast, Roll Call. Roll <laughs> Call podcast, R-O-L-E. <laughs> Small are if you're, if you're interested in the Sheboygan theater scene, there's a podcast about that too. Um, yeah, and then John and I just kind of chilled out. I went to see a play on Saturday night after Forensics. I saw Bear, a pop opera down in Milwaukee at the Solstice Theater, and that was very good. Um, So it was a pretty full weekend. Um, But perhaps the highlight of my weekend was the Kakana Judges Lounge.
0: Oh, and I love that they call it hospitality on their map, because when you walk in that room, that is what it feels. like. That's exactly like. what it is. It is. I mean,
1: these people ugh. are fancy. One, there were tablecloths on the tables. Yes,
0: like you did not feel like you were in a high school library. You felt like you were in a like fancy, mm-hmm. upscale, all the food you actually want to eat restaurant. Right.
1: The coffee, plentiful yes. and delicious. And
0: Pike Place Starbucks, which is my favorite Starbucks roast.
1: The bakery on point. Ugh. Again, and plentiful. plentiful. They did not run out of donuts. This is a this is a mistake many judges' lounges make.
0: Yeah, there was plenty of donuts. There was plenty of bagels. Uh, amazing, delicious vegetarian options. As longtime vegetarian, I was in heaven. Peter Woods and I were just so excited about all of the non-meat-included dishes.
1: Mm-hmm. For lunch, a multitude of options, yes. from soup to some pulled meat thing that we're pretty sure was pork, but... Who cares? But, it smelled really good. Yeah. Like, my, my friend Christy was like, oh, I thought it was turkey. And I was like,
0: um. <laughs> and then there was no. deviled eggs and pickles and plenty of water and soda options. And, then, and the coffee went all day.
1: And then the true highlight of my day, which was the peanut butter Rice crispy bar covered in chocolate. Ugh. They were so good. I had two.
0: Oh my goodness. I
1: had two. So I apologize to anybody at the tournament who didn't get one, but I'm
0: sure everyone did because there yeah, were multiple so sheep pans. Yeah.
1: So kudos goes out to Keith Vandenhuvel's mom and his wife, who I understand snaps, yeah, snaps are in charge of that judges lounge. So that is how you do it. Great. Everyone else in the WFCA, including you and I, yes. take note.
0: We we sat there in the lounge talking about what we can do to even get within an arm's length of being as great as their judges hospitality is also did you notice that the bus drivers club gets super exclusive at yeah, they have a they have private a lounge it's like an actual lounge full of like aren't like actual like lazy boys and mm-hmm. they're all watching TV together and like the lights are a little bit dimmer. I was like, that is a hip, cool place to be. I know. I'm jealous. The only thing
1: I don't like about that is it separates the Bus exactly. Drivers Club from the coaches who so love Bus Drivers Club.
0: I want to join but it.
1: But what can you do? So, so yeah. It was a
0: great tournament overall.
1: Yes. It was a, it was a great day. It and went so quickly.
0: fast. Like, <laughs> they... He started the award ceremony before most of the coaches and judges in the lounge even knew. So we, I went we like didn't even know what was hustling happening. to the to the lounge to take everyone from their food euphorias. Mm-hmm. Like, uh yeah, he just started the award ceremony. He's already thanking the tab room. We should hustle on in. And
1: yeah, it just it happened so
0: ungodly like early
1: that we were like it can't possibly be ready it's even not, even ben who was in the tab room was sitting there yep. like waiting because he was like eh, it'll start soon and we're nope. like okay we'll head down boom boom, boom. nope it, it already it, started on it, on it. we were so, home
0: and it was still light outside which it. makes my heart warm
1: loved it so okay so that was a great weekend this weekend there is no better place to be than sheboygan south so get your tuchuses to Sheboygan South for what is sure to be an amazing tournament. Yep, started it is prepping the, today. It is the first half of the Sheboygan crown. Yes. There, it is a triple entry <laughs> tournament with a special Ooh. prize for the most successful triple entered student. We call it's it the triathlete. Be awesome. Yes. So get there get there
0: it'll be fun come visit kurt and i we will be at Farnsworth middle school where yes. some of the events will be held
1: exactly. come see our
0: shining bright faces
1: we are really looking forward to seeing you in between episodes of house of cards yes anyways <laughs> please believe <laughs> speaking of nationals we Ooh. took a trip to washington dc once for nationals which is going to be my segue from house of cards into talking about nationals proud of you thanks <laughs>
0: It works. <laughs> I,
1: I tried. So today we are talking about going to nationals or yes. being a part of national organizations, yes. even if the goal is not to actually take kids to a national Yes, tournament.
0: qualifiers for the Northern CFL Diocese are in three weeks. Hashtag oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be pertinent to start getting some information because schools are starting to get prepared. They're starting to be where we're turning our focuses to practice-wise. Yep. So we just wanted to get more information out for people who don't really know about either, well, the two organizations that we belong to, Shawnee North and Shawnee South, uh, and why we think that they are flippin' awesome.
1: Yes, so let's break it down. Let's start with the NCFL, the National Catholic Forensics League.
0: Yes. So
1: where are nationals this year?
0: Nationals are in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and if that is not the number one motivator for you right now, because it's what, like, negative three outside of your house right now Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so i am just trying to think of the idea of warm sun and beautiful beautiful open skies no snow no cold and also national level talent
1: yes Yes, so um, National Catholic Forensics League, before we get ahead of ourselves, yes. we should say it is not just for Catholics. No. It was started as a parochial answer to the National Forensics League mm-hmm. when parochial schools were not members of the NFL, but it is now um, for any school, as is the NFL, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, it has the following categories in which you can qualify for nationals. Um and we're gonna focus specifically on forensics categories. Yes. So there are debate categories, but mm-hmm. this is forensics faces. Melissa and I are not gonna pretend to know more about debate than we do. I
0: know very little. So
1: we're talking about and I know even less. So we're talking <laughs> about forensics specifically. But go check out the information if debate is your is your thing. Yes. So the categories are duo acting, solo acting, which is combined. combined. So solo serious and solo humorous compete together. Um, Extemporaneous Speaking, Student Congress, Oratory, Oratorical Declamation, which we'll talk about in just a second, and Oral Interpretation of Literature or Oil. Yes. So let's back up real quick to a couple of the things about this that are strange to people who have, who are like, wait, what is that? Okay, so solo acting being combined.
0: Yes, it is interesting to do since we do the whole season with them separated by serious and humorous uh we'll talk about the nsda separates them humorous and dramatic but the ncfl combines them which i think is it's a challenge for me as a coach it's a challenge for students as an actors to be good enough to just to be comparable but it's Mm -hmm. it's laying it down the line all it is is about acting. It's not about the laughs. It's not about the emotions that you're pulling. It's about just being a great actor. Right. Uh, but I really like it. My students hate it. I've never I had a student who hate loves it. it. I hate but.
1: it. I think, I think if in the real world, solo humorous and solo serious were closer together on the scale of what they are,
0: it might be a little Then easier. it would be fine. And maybe but in other states so it might be. different. Yeah, in Wisconsin they're so, so different. I know some states have just combi- it's just solo acting. Yeah, it's but just a lot two, of states do have the It's two
1: completely and different dramatic. skill sets and I hear judges every year being like, I don't know which one to like, how do you how do you compare these two things that are mm-hmm. nothing alike and use completely different skill sets? It's very difficult, and it tends to be weighted at the national level by the time you get to the final rounds, more towards dramatic. Yeah. So I don't know that that's fair to anybody. Interesting.
0: I think that last year, from our diocese, the qualifiers were more dramatic than humorous but I feel like two or three years ago it was like four humorous pieces and mm-hmm. only one dramatic went to nationals right so but yeah it never gets to be balanced which is unfortunate not by the time
1: you're getting to those final rounds but no. in the final rounds it's and I mean this is just my casual observation over the last like five six years out rounds tend to be just more of the solo serious style mm-hmm. I you know I think most judges and forensics give some weight to that because they feel like
0: Feel like it takes a little bit more work to be yeah. that kind of actor. So which don't work I don't, think, it I don't much, think it's true. But. No,
1: yeah. Like we're not, you know, campaigning for change, not yet. But so it's something weird and we don't fully have a good explanation for it. Yeah. But just know that your solo hum kids are gonna be going up against your solo serious kids. Yes. It's the same category. It's
0: how it happens. So and
1: then there's oratorical declamation.
0: Which is like my baby forensics category. Because one, it's for, it's for babies, it's freshman and sophomore only. And I love it as a category. I find it's a really great way to get kids to be passionate about speech because sometimes that can be hard to do with the wonderful glory and esteem that comes with solo acting categories and duo. But oratorical declamation is a 10-minute memorized speech that has already been given by someone. We tend to label them as famous speeches or well-known speeches, but really it can be any speech that's ever been given. Mm -hmm. And I... Love it.
1: Yeah. So it's not an original speech, which means it takes that pressure off of the kids. Exactly, Um, But it's not all the way a performance, you know? Mm -hmm. Like the goal is not to have them reenact or mimic the original speech giver. It's to take the same text and to deliver it as if it were your own text.
0: Mm -hmm. And it can be really... They can be really fun, humorous celebrity commencement speeches. They can be really serious... uh, like r- speeches about rights and protest speeches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really love the range that happens. right. It, it also helps that Sheboygan South is we we pull out some good deck every year. And so does Sheboygan North? It's kind of our thing.
1: We Sheboygan North has a habit of pulling out some last minute O decks <laughs> that for some reason, consistently qualify for nationals. Wow, well, Not the case this year. My team policy is that if it wasn't ready for South, you do not get to practice or you do not get to go to CFL qualifiers with it. Me too. No more last minute stuff. So I just have one. Laying down the law. Yep. I'm just, I'm sick of paying for kids to go to nationals. (laughs) (laughs) If they just kind of like threw something together and based on their talent and good luck, they make it. It's all luck. Well, in the end it is. So we'll we'll probably get to that in a little bit. So that is the NCFL. Why don't you talk about the NSDA?
0: Yes. NSDA, National Speech and Debate Association, formally but also still kind of known as the National Forensics League. Uh, Their Honor Society is still the National Forensics League. So the basis of your points and the actual academic aspect of it are National Forensics League, but the competition end is still is now speech and debate uh they are hosting their nationals in dallas texas again weather is great motivation
1: yes <laughs> because
0: dallas is hot last time we were there i don't think i've sweat that much in my entire life so
1: maybe it's not motivation well because that's a, it's in june some, but so this nationals is in june when it's yes. actually nice out in wisconsin yes
0: but I know that for some people, some people love that heat. I am not one of those. Right. But I do appreciate the sun and the ability to wear open-toed shoes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep going for that. And the categories for that, again, we're focusing on the speech acting side of it, not the debate side. All that information is also on their website, speechanddebate.org. But the categories are duo interpretation, humorous interpretation, or as we call it in Wisconsin, solo humorous. Dramatic interpretation or solo serious. They separate their extemporaneous speaking by international and domestic. So domestic is all issues related directly to the United States. International is
1: everything everybody else.
0: else. And then student congressional debates and oratory. So End of list. That's it. So
1: it's a super short list, guys.
0: And and with both nationals, in comparison to the amount of categories offered in the WFCA very few but we have some tips and some uh, ideas that we'll talk about later of how to translate some of the wfca categories into national qualifier categories right.
1: but and so and the deal with Nsda too in addition to having fewer actual categories that you can qualify in there's also fewer spots available to yes. us as a group the number of schools we have in our district determines how many students we are allowed to Along with many other factors. Yes. It, is, it is a multi-layered uh, decision as to how many kids you can take to nationals from your district. But currently, we can take two yes. in each category. And
0: in the NCFL, this year we will take five in each category.
1: Right. So spots are limited in NCFL, but they are really limited in NSDA.
0: Yes. But one thing that you'll find is that when you get to NSDA nationals... Competition there is crazy. It's the largest academic organization in the world, and they are a global organization. People from places like Korea and Japan and uh, Europe are members of the NSDA, which is so cool for kids to get to meet them in competition at the national tournament. But it also, it's everything about it. Like, both nationals are very impressive, but final rounds for NSDA are so bonkers. Cool. Bonkers. So, so much fun to watch. Let's
1: talk about that real quick before we jump into the like yes. what to do for nationals. So here are the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, NSDA is a week long tournament, whereas the NCFL tournament takes place over basically Memorial Day weekend. Yes. So it's like taking a, a slightly longer Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So the length of the tournaments is different. An SDA is definitely more of a commitment. It happens later in the year. It's in June.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes it's after graduation or even after school has already often, left out.
1: Yeah, oftentimes it's it's after that. Um, so, I mean, for teachers who are forensics coaches, that's perfect because they get to... They're fine. Finish their school year and move on.
0: Those of us with regular jobs, however, we use up all our vacation <laughs> taking kids
1: to nationals, um, which is fine because yeah, it's we great. Love it. So when it comes to the experience that you have, I would say the main difference between NCFL and NSDA is that the NSDA, even though it's longer, really fills up your time nicely. Yes. Um, one downfall of the NCFL is once you're done competing. Which you compete for sure for one day. For one day. For at NCFL. If you don't break to the next round of competition the following day, you done. You done though. You're you're finished. Like mm-hmm. and we as coaches have to encourage the kids then to go see rounds and yep, to stay and active to and not just sit in the hotel room for you know. So in order for it to be truly educational, it is up to the coach to encourage their kids to go to rounds and to experience the rest of the weekend, even if they've already been Um, eliminated from competition?
0: Well, at NSDA Nationals, they offer supplemental events. So at NSDA, you compete for two days, six rounds total. And once you're out in that... You can go on to supplemental events, which are things like prose, poetry, expository, uh, yeah, which is which is five-minute speech, uh, different kinds of uh, supplemental debate, Mm -hmm. and then even if you don't break in that, then they have consolation events where you can do something like storytelling. Yeah, I think
1: impromptu. uh, Yeah, and impromptu is a
0: consolation. Yeah, and then even after that, because it takes so many rounds to get to finals. (laughs) They, they start putting those out rounds in bigger and bigger rooms, so and they tend to be in the same place where everyone's judging anyway, so mm-hmm. it's it's easy for a coach to just send a kid, okay, go find Ballroom C, where they're having the duo interp like, right. quarterfinal, so it's really nice to be able to do that, and then kids get to get a lot of competition experience out of it and get to try different things a kid can go in extemporaneous speaking to nationals and then decide to do pros and supplementals because why not
1: right which is really nice and then the true difference for me comes in final rounds whereas cfl and again they're on a limited time schedule and i'm not saying that one organization is better than the other i'm just comparing these specific um things um for ncfl it works like a regular forensics tournament where all of the final rounds are happening at the same time. So you do have an opportunity to go see them. Um oftentimes it is in a ballroom, so they do put it put them in spaces where there's more chairs, so more people can go. Um there's no audiovisual equipment. Nope. So it's just your regular performers but in a larger space. Some might which, have
0: one single microphone, but sometimes, yeah, very, very rarely. rarely.
1: Um, so, you know, last year at the duo final, we went yes. to see, the room was I,
0: really long, long and but short. So there was only like six or seven rows back and then there were so many rows to the side. So it was so hard to see the performers and a lot of people who showed up at that round and having say, to leave because you couldn't I hear. I took
1: my whole row of kids after the first two performances when we couldn't see or hear anything, we just left because it was like, well, we're not. We're yeah. not learning. We we can't make out what they're saying. We mm-hmm. can't see them. Yeah, I spent so that, that whole time like
0: perched on the edge of my chair, like craned to the left around students and around people's heads to try to see them. And even then, most of the time, can only see one performer. Which yeah. they're trying to keep everything in one space to make it really easy on coaches and teams to not lose each other, but at the same time. It sort of detracts from that, whereas the NSDA has that down to a science. Right, so the
1: NSDA really puts on a show with their final rounds, and they space them out. So you go um, at work we go yes. to the final acting rounds. Mm-hmm, and which are like
0: the Thursday night of normally. Yep,
1: yep. So you go and what's somewhere like maybe 5 or 6 o'clock mm-hmm. they start. Um, and so they'll do all of Solo Serious. They'll do the six finalists in Solo Serious and you're in this giant auditorium and they are miked and they are on screen mm-hmm. and you can s- and, and they're videotaping it so that people in the back can see very clearly the facial expressions. yeah they're like zooming
0: in on certain parts yep. because they've already had dress rehearsals for it and yep. students have given uh, their tech advisors' notes on, okay, this is a part where this is gonna happen. They've been taught when certain sounds are gonna be really loud, so they yep. know to mess with the sound effects there and bring it down in the amplification. And so, and it's, that's just a super cool experience getting to see forensics be put on like that theatrically. Be very theatrical, yeah. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah,
1: and you get to see them all then. Yes. So, or even if you do what we did, which is we went and we saw the first two rounds. Um, and then we needed to take our kids to get some food. Yes, um, you know. And then it's live streamed mm-hmm. online, so even though we didn't go back to the auditorium to watch Duo, we live streamed it right from our hotel room where we were eating dinner. Yes, and, and we were still able to see it.
0: Yeah, and that's something that you can take advantage of being a member of, or not. You don't have to be a member. There, mm-hmm. if you, you just have to find the, the speechanddebate.org dot org website, and they, you can see them there. So, uh, I have former friends with competitors who know what day acting finals are on and they will watch them and they'll like text me after like oh my gosh did you see that humorous it was so funny or uh didn't they do a piece just like that last year so right. that's really cool and then the next morning is when they start having the speech stuff so uh we always try to go to the oratory final round which is mm-hmm. the next friday morning and then they have the extemp finals and but again those are really live streams so you could just yep. decide to watch them from bed which <laughs> right note for this year yeah sometimes no, I, I love oratory. I, 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 will, do too. I will go to
1: see oratory live every time. Yes. Even if we leave right afterwards, which we <laughs> That's did. That's what this we year. did. We had um, to. And then we live streamed the results. From in the car. In the car. Just we listen just listened to them. to them. So, yeah. So the NSDA really has their final round, including a lot of pomp and circumstance. Yes. Which, which is, we love. Which, I mean, there's which an MC. Which is really enjoyable.
0: Tim Schieff is their MC, and I know that you don't love him, but Sheboygan South is a big fan of Tim Schieff <laughs> and his giant gold vest, but and he's got the voice for it, and it's all really fun and cool, and they keep the kids entertained between rounds uh, with their little like trivia facts about the city that we're hosted in, so mm-hmm. it's really cool. But yeah. I, I love both organizations. I'm really so glad I. to be a and part I, of both of and them. I,
1: and I love any organization that offers students an opportunity to travel yes. and to expose them to things that they would not see in their home state.
0: Exactly. So...
1: So yeah, that's, that's just a couple of the reasons why we love nationals is because it it gets you out of what you're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. It gives you something to strive for. Exactly.
0: Sometimes there, there are students you know who they're going to go to nationals and chances are they're not going to break. And so I always tell them, this is an aspirational trip for you. I mm-hmm. want you to leave this trip inspired and motivated to be that good next season. Exactly. Okay, so say someone is listening to our podcast and they've heard us talking about all of the wonderfulness that is the NCFL and NSDA Nationals.
1: And now they want to go. And now I want to go, go to Nationals. I want to go to Florida. How do I do it?
0: Well, there are, as we've said before, there are tons and tons of categories in the WFCA and not all of them transfer to Nationals. But there are a few of them that, with some work, can be Something you can try to take to national qualifiers.
1: So, for example.
0: Uh, You do prose as your regular category. Well, prose is one half of oil or oil interpretation of literature. So, you just have to go cut a poetry, slap them together in a binder. You're an oil kid now. Boom. Or, depending on the tone of your prose piece, you could also turn it into a solo acting for NCFLs or an HI or a DI for NSDA. So true. I think is great. What about speech categories, Kurt?
1: OK, so I haven't written an oratory this year. What could I possibly do? Well, did you write a four minute? Is your four minute appropriate for oratory? Just make it longer, guys. <laughs> maybe maybe you wrote a special occasion speech that wasn't completely made up, but yeah, actually speaks. The sign speaks... of protest
0: could be really good right, to write oratory exactly, about. Exactly.
1: That actually speaks to your own life experience and is something you're passionate about. Turn it into an oratory. Just make it a little bit longer. Um, Maybe you did a moments in history and some of the things about what you're talking about from the 1700s still resonate today. Boom. Boom. Make those connections in a way that you don't have time to in a moments in history as part of an oratory.
0: Yeah. And your moment from the 1700s could be a really great way to lead into how your topic is still most likely, unfortunately, still relevant to, still right. today.
1: And if you're a freshman or a sophomore, get your butt to an oratorical de- declamation depository now. i don't know where they hand out oratorical de- declamations i wish i don't did either but if there was a place get your butt there if
0: you know where they hand out decks <laughs> can you know just like let us know because like we we, we should spend we a lot of time looking, looking of them. for them i know i hate it so Ugh, but watching. no, go find a declamation yes. go it's find such a, a fun category that
1: you want to give and just do it because it's again one of the great things that the CFL does is it has a category that's just for freshmen and sophomores. So they have an opportunity to go to nationals and to have that aspirational experience. Exactly.
0: And deck is just fun, as we've it said is. before. It is. just We fun. just love that category. So. So if... If you have any other ideas or suggestions of how to turn a WFCA category into a national qualifier one, let us know. We'd love to pass them on to others. So, we got Twitter, at Forensics Faces. Hit us up on Facebook. We just went over 100 likes recently. We'd love to have more.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, get on it. Do not wait, because now is the time. Yes. Now is the time. Now there's time to prepare. Do it now. So, we talked a little bit about this already, but why is being a part of a national organization important? One is obviously the nationals experience. yeah, we've we've kind of spoken about what that means. You but know, you... it's not
0: the only benefit you get being a part of them. I have more experience with being uh, using the NSDA resources, so I'll talk mostly about those, mm-hmm. but they have incredible resources for coaches, for students, for judges. They're constantly hosting different webinars, not yep. just even forensic space, but they host ones about writing resumes and cover letters for resumes. and, filling out scholarships, and they have really great introductory ones for coaches who are new to forensics, how Mm -hmm. to build your team. They host seminars at nationals, but they also have resource packages online that Mm -hmm. are part of your membership with them that you have access to all the time. So you can, oratory topics, practice extemporaneous speaking questions, and both organizations also offer really great scholarship opportunities for kids to apply for, so it is excellent to be part of both organizations. And neither of them are very costly. So I fully recommend checking out both of their websites. I believe the uh, NSDA is speechanddebate.org. Yep. And I, the other one is ncfl.org.
1: I believe you are correct.
0: So check out both their websites, click on their resources tab, see all the things you can have access to, and really consider joining either one or both because you will find that it has it will completely inspire and change the way that you work as a coach, but also a really great way to help out your students.
1: It's true. And you can ask any coach who is a part of the NSDA or the NCFL, if it seems like, oh my gosh, it's so much extra work to be a part of these national organizations, it is so well worth the little extra time and the little extra money that it takes to be a part of either one. You so, get
0: so much benefit. It. It's so much money. Yeah. So, so much worth for what you spend. Exactly. My bad. Yeah. Nah,
1: not so much money. <laughs> it's so much fun. So much value yes. for what you pay. So exactly. that's it's definitely worth it. Um, well, you covered that really nicely. So we, okay. we kind of covered what going to nationals is good for... Um, but a, why,
0: why do you personally, Kurt, like going to Nationals? Because you've, you've gotten to go as a student and as a coach now, which yes. I have as well. So yes, speak on both those experiences. What did you love when you went as a student, and what do you love now going as a coach?
1: Um... As a student, and I only got to go my senior year. I was I was known as the CFL bridesmaid because I was first alternate every single year, sometimes wah, in wah, multiple wah. categories. Even when it seemed like really likely I would not qualify for nationals, it was always like, oh, this is the day I get fifth place instead of second. Mm. <laughs> so um, I only got to go the one time. What I loved about it was, you know, my family was not... Well off, we're not rich people. We didn't take vacations. Like mm-hmm. we, we went camping, um which I did not love. <laughs> Shocker! Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a camper. Um, <laughs> Me neither. Don't worry. you know? So, like, the furthest I had ever really gone in my life, up to the point of going to nationals, was you know Kettle Moraine Park in Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, so. For me to have the opportunity in my senior year, and I mean, there were other school things, trips that took me took me out of the state, but to get to, get to go to Arlington, Virginia and Washington, D.C., which I absolutely love, um, and then to get to take a trip down to Atlanta with uh, the NFL Nationals, it exposed me to things that otherwise I didn't get to see, Um, What's also really great about the experience as a student is once you get out of the state of Wisconsin, all of the other Wisconsin people become your teammates. Yep. Suddenly you're a part of a totally different team and you get to see all these people that you compete with every week in a really new light because now you're working together to try to represent the state on a national level. And so that's a perspective I wish I could have gotten when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Like I wish I would have would have gone earlier to see what that was like, because I didn't have that experience, frankly, until after I graduated, as a senior. So, so th- those I would say are the two biggest things about being a student that I love. Um, as a coach, I appreciate the resources. I appreciate, um, you know, all the activities that they give to us. But to me. The biggest thing that I love about going to nationals with the students is, one, giving that opportunity to kids to exactly. see to see parts of the world that a lot of them don't. I mean, I've had many kids uh, as we drive through Chicago, you know, just like looking up at the buildings in awe because they're saying, well, I've never been to a big city before. So a lot of kids have the same experience I do. There are a lot of kids who come from meager backgrounds homes with not a lot of money who strive to do great things and they thrive in this activity and and they get to do cool things like going to nationals and so i love that i think especially the nsda does a great job of providing resources to young people so they know the many opportunities that lie before them because they have invested in such a worthwhile activity i love the college fair that happens the first day of NSDA during registration. I love that so much. I have personally watched kids realize that college was a possibility for them mm-hmm. when before they were not giving it much thought because they didn't think financially it was, it was feasible. You know, So they had some one-on-one time with, with college forensics advisors who said, there are so many opportunities, if this is what you like to do, for that to take you to college and use it. Um, so I love that as a coach and I love the pomp and circumstance of a national award ceremony and national final rounds. Cause I, I, <laughs> I, I, I am a theater guy. So I love <laughs> all
0: about it. I
1: love to see this activity that I love put on a stage.
0: Yes. Which I totally agree with. I, not every school's administration necessarily recognizes forensics as, the most legitimate of categories. A lot of coaches spend time just butting heads with their administration and constantly fighting for the activity and its worthiness. But when you get to nationals and you get to see kids on the national stage and it's just you are surrounded by people who are like, we believe in you and we want to reward you with this. Mm -hmm. It just makes me, makes my little heart so warm. Right. But... As I'm from that same area where my family, we didn't even camp. We weren't even about that. My family <laughs> is still not about that. So I I got to go to New York with my drama club my junior year, but that was just, I bought my way to that one. So earning my way to nationals my senior year was like one of my favorite experiences, like getting to hear... I went in public forum debate. Don't yes. ask me to talk about public forum debate now. It's, been a, it's, it's changed a lot since I did it. But getting my partner and I getting to hear our names and like going to collect our little plaques and everything. Uh, I went to Houston, Texas. And I loved it. I just loved the this, the the team aspect of it. Like getting to do what we did. It was... Sheboygan just tends to travel together. It's just easy sure, for us. Yeah. So getting to... Be just even united on like a local level and getting to make memories. Uh, I can reach out to any of the people that I traveled to that nationals with and just say the words Jay Johnson in a minivan and they'll know exactly what I'm <laughs> talking about because he could. He, we kept trying to go to the ocean and he kept getting us lost so we ended up giving up and going mini golfing. <laughs> but just getting to make those memories and. As a coach now getting to participate in those memories, uh, I spend an exorbitant amount of time finding interesting and different things to bring my kids to because I want them to enjoy the experience and having kids who you know come from lower income backgrounds, who this is going to be their vacation. Some of them, the very first vacation we'll ever take and getting to provide them with those memories and getting to take them to something like national finals and say, Your parents and your school may not understand what you're doing, but here are hundreds, thousand people who just understand why you love this. And my absolute favorite thing about nationals is sitting in national finals and a student is performing and there are hundreds of people there and it is so quiet. Oh, yeah. And no one is on their phone. And even the people who are working in the venue just like, they understand, like they, they, we've just set the tone. So it is, you can hear a pin drop. Mm-hmm. I'm getting goosebumps literally just talking yep. about it. I love that moment. And oh, it's the thing I, I go back for every single year. I just love it so much. And getting to just bring other people to that experience with me, it just makes me warm and fuzzy.
1: It really is um, one of the greatest rewards you can have as a coach. So I'll, I'll just, I'll end with this about why it's important. As coaches, we are rewarded by the relationships we have with our young people. But aside from that, there's very few perks to what we do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is a perk. A big this one. This really fills your engine. Um, it will renew your spirit. It, it puts you face to face with thousand with a thousand or so of the best and brightest that our country and our activity have to offer. And that is such a gift that you should give yourself because you're already killing yourself for this activity. The the little bit of extra work it takes to go to nationals is nothing compared to what you get out of it. I see a lot of coaches worn down, run down, and, and fizzle out. And it happens the fastest to the coaches who don't see how far this activity can take them mm-hmm. if they do i'm not saying we don't get run down and worn down but you don't fizzle out yeah. you stick with it
0: you get to have that that spark to look forward to every june just know in may go may or june knowing that you get to go and walk away deeply inspired i have yet mm-hmm. to leave a national as being like oh it wasn't worth it i always leave just so pumped and so jazzed and with notebooks full of ideas for the next season and i know like we'll just like sit over dinner at nationals just talking like oh i mm-hmm. want to try this thing that i saw today in duo or i heard this amazing oratory that i would love to like redo the topic of and so
1: and that's from preliminary rounds yeah that's from prelims <laughs> that's not even from going to finals that's just right. from
0: judging and you just walk away just feeling full in yeah. in every respect I agree.
1: so it is it is the unencumbered endorsement of forensics faces to join these national organizations Just do it.
0: Yes. Ways to reach out to them. So in Wisconsin, with the NSDA, the Northern District Chair is my lovely co-coach, Ben Kroll. Uh, And if you go on the NSDA website, you can see his contact information there. The Southern Chair is Tim Scheffler. And then with the NCFL, Green Bay Diocese Chair is Ron Steinhorst. The Milwaukee Diocese Chair is Steve Sexton, and the La Crosse Diocese Chair is Scott Peterson. Again, their contact information is listed on the uh, directors on their website. So reach out to them, Mm -hmm. and they're also all members of the WFCA, so you can find their contact information via them as as well.
1: Almost every one of these people is also available through the WFCA site because they are um, executive board members as well.
0: So reach out to them if you have questions or concerns and they will happily answer them. Also, feel free to email us at forensicsfaces, and we will answer all the questions since both of both our schools are members of both organizations. Exactly.
1: So if you want to email us, it's listen at forensicsfaces.com, and then we can forward your information to whomever is most appropriate. Exactly. So leaving the national scene real quickly. Mm -hmm. Let's get local for a second. Real quickly. So um, I am serving my third year as the president of the WFCA, which means I am the past president. If you need to know how that's distinguished from other presidents of the (laughs) WSCA, listen to the very first episode of Forensics Faces in which I explain that. Um, But as the past president, one of my jobs is to coordinate the coaching awards and the student scholarships for our organization. A reminder to everybody listening that the coaching award nominations must be submitted by this Sunday, 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 March 1st of 2015. They are always due March 1st. Yes. Scholarship applications must be postmarked by March 1st. But guess what, guys? March 1st falls on Sunday. So just take care of it on Friday.
0: Get it done. Get it
1: done so that there's no, like, iffiness about that. Um, I'm on your side if it comes in on Monday. But,
0: <laughs> but, I, don't, but don't, don't, don't test put them in me. That Just place. don't put me in that
1: position. Just get <sighs> postmark them on Friday, and then there will be no issues. When I get them on Monday, I'll be like, look, it was postmarked before the deadline. So scholarships and coaching award nominations due this week. Go to WFCAforensics.org for more information if you're not sure what those uh coaching awards are
0: yes we hand out the hints memorial and then we also hand out five scholarships to students five or six five or six depending on on applications uh, and, and and money
1: so, so get we, them in. We are, we are not an organization that holds on to money from year to year. If we have excess money, we do excess scholarships. So, so get them in. That's that's that. So yeah, please take care of that. So I don't have to chase people down.
0: <laughs> we don't like to chase.
1: So with that, I'm Kurt
0: and I'm Melissa, encouraging you to listen, think, and speak,
1: preferably in that order.
0: Forensics Faces is produced and recorded in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Our theme music was composed and performed by JJ Hammeister. More info at ForensicsFaces.com.